January 28, 2018, Daytona Beach, Florida. It's nearly 2.30 p.m. Thousands of people are crowded into the stands of the Daytona International Speedway. They're full of beer, in high spirits, and on their feet as they watch the final hours of the most prestigious endurance motor race in the United States, the Rolex 24. Drivers take turns navigating their team's car around the twisty course. Spectators lean forward and cheer as they whiz by at more than 200 miles per hour. The car that travels the farthest after 24 hours wins. The most exciting competition is in the GTD class. Unlike prototype racing cars that look more like spaceships than actual cars, the GTD class features customer automobiles, real cars that ordinary people can buy. They're stripped of all comforts, beefed up with better brakes, and let loose on the track. There are Porsches and Corvettes, and sure, that's interesting, but the real car buffs are captivated by the Lamborghinis chewing up the track against the Ferraris. Those cars are pushing hard and the crowds sense something amazing is about to happen. Their eyes are glued to the neon green Lamborghini that screams around the curve, closing in on the finish line. If they can hold on and make it to the line, they won't have to go much further, and they do. Lamborghini celebrates victory at Daytona. In the Lamborghini pit, there is ecstatic pandemonium. Drivers and mechanics hug each other, high-five, and pump their fists in the air. It is a sparkling moment in the history of Lamborghini. The first ever victory in a 24-hour race. But it is only the beginning of the company's rise to racing stardom. As 2018 progresses, Lamborghini vies for a first-ever national championship in International Motorsports Association racing. The whole season comes down to the last laps in the final race. Petit Le Mans in Atlanta that October. A racing driver named Brian Sellers is flooring a Lamborghini toward the finish line in third place. And if he can hold on to third, he will win the team enough points to capture the national championship. Cannot believe how close this is. Sellers in third. That'll be enough for the championship. What a race. What a season. Sellers wins the championship for his team, and Ferrari is left in the dust, stunned. Throughout its history, Lamborghini has only competed with Ferrari in the showroom, vying for favor among the same wealthy car fanatics. Lamborghini ceded the racetrack to its arch-rival Ferrari. But now, in 2018, for the first time ever, Lamborghini has taken on Ferrari on the track and won. But with the smell of burnt rubber still in the air, it's clear that Lamborghini and Ferrari have pushed their competition into a whole new era. Now, these two rivals will kick into high gear, pouring more money into their engines in an attempt to hit higher speeds than ever. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies' Black Friday in July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business. And be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak with a Dell Technologies advisor today. 
Louisiana has unmistakably unique culture, world-class cuisine, and the nation's top-ranked workforce development program. This incredible state's business environment is powerful, rich, and diverse. It's the gateway to 38 states and the world with a port system delivering the most domestic cargo in the U.S. It's also where NASA and higher ed partners build rockets that will transport the first women to the moon. Discover Louisiana's investment resources at OpportunityLouisiana.com to learn how your company can gain a competitive advantage in Louisiana. From Wondery, I'm David Brown, and this is Business Wars. In 1963, an argument between two industrialists in Italy, Enzo Ferrari and Ferruccio Lamborghini, ignited a rivalry to outdo each other building the fastest, most expensive, and most striking automobiles on the planet. For decades, car fans have marveled at the wild machinery these men made, from the Lamborghini Miura to the Ferrari 500 Superfast, from the Lamborghini Countach to the Ferrari Testarossa each car maker trying to outdo his rival and claim supremacy. This is the third and final episode of our series, Supercar Speed Freaks. By 1997, Lamborghini is owned by a Malaysian company and an Indonesian corporation. For years, it has been burning up cash faster than gasoline. Ever since founder Ferruccio Lamborghini sold a controlling interest in 1973, the company has been passed around from owner to owner like an unwanted dog. All that is about to change. Summer 1997, Wolfsburg, Germany. In the office of Ferdinand Pieck, big things are happening. Pieck is motoring royalty. He is the grandson of Ferdinand Porsche, who is behind one of the most heralded brands in motoring. He's also credited with creating the original Volkswagen. Continuing the family legacy, Pieck is serving as chairman of the board of VW. He spent the earlier part of the decade turning VW into a money-making machine. There is cash galore, but he's looking for something more. He tells his deputies his plan. I want to start assembling a roster of prestige car brands. I'm thinking Rolls-Royce, Bentley, even Bugatti. Over the next year, Pieck goes on a buying spree. Finally, he acquires a new trophy, Lamborghini, for about $100 million, about $160 million in today's dollars. It is a marriage of convenience. By 1998, when VW takes ownership, Lambo is low on cash and floundering. It's only got about 300 employees, producing about 200 cars a year. It's practically a backyard operation, but the brand still has global street cred rivaled only by its nemesis, Ferrari. The name Lamborghini is synonymous with sex and speed. Ferdinand Pieck aims to do what no one has been able to do yet, what Chrysler tried to do and failed turn Lamborghini into a full-blown car company, one that makes money. Its vehicles 
have a bad rap for faulty wiring and mechanical problems that no corner shop mechanic could ever fix. Now, imagine all that Italian style and emotion, imbued with real German engineering. And why stop there? VW plans to give the brand a fresh start with a whole new look. So Piet calls on the one man he knows is up for the challenge. Luc Donkervolka, a brilliant Belgian car designer. Luc, I have a tough challenge for you. Create a whole new design language for Lamborghini. Donkervolka goes to work on the first all-new Lamborghini model in a decade. He explains his approach to an interviewer at a car show. Obviously, when, you, when you're designing something for an established brand, you are following an evolutionary route. We, you, you, you have to define if you have to break it and create a revolution, or if you have to, to carry on. When the new model finally appears in 2001, it defies expectations with its angular complexity and a look that seems like it's begging to bolt, like it runs not on gasoline, but pure testosterone. The whole package has such a low center of gravity, one has to practically lie down in the driver's seat. $280,000. 575 horsepower, wildly cool scissor doors. The vehicle is called the Murcielago, named after another famous fighting bull. The original Murcielago bull survived 24-hour strikes from swords in an epic battle with a matador in Spain back in 1879. It's a fitting name for Lamborghini's comeback car. Want to know what this new Lamborghini is like? Take a spin with Richard Hammond of the wildly popular British TV show Top Gear as he races down a closed-off highway in Abu Dhabi. Or speed alongside Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman, when he shuns the Batmobile for a Murcielago to speed around Gotham in the 2008 film The Dark Knight. The Lamborghini, then. Much more subtle. Soon after the Murcielago comes the Murcielago Roadster, a convertible. And the Gallardo, a slightly smaller and less insanely expensive Lamborghini. Unlike previous Lambos, these cars feature bulletproof engineering. And they're as easy to drive as they are fast. Weaving through traffic feels like playing a video game. Just as Piek predicted, Lamborghini is now a full-fledged 21st century company with a lineup of sexy but dependable consumer cars. And it's turning a profit. Suddenly, Lambo is hot again. Celebrities from Kim Kardashian to Justin Bieber are seen driving Lamborghinis. Hip-hop stars from Kanye West to Nas are driving Lambos and writing popular songs about them. There's Lupe Fiasco with the song Lamborghini Angels and Purple Lamborghini from Rick Ross. Meanwhile, the Ferrari factory is humming. Piero Ferrari, Enzo Ferrari's only surviving son, surveys the latest production numbers from the relative quiet of his office. He glances up from time to time and looks out at the factory gates, pondering just how far his father's company has come 
and the storms it's weathered. The numbers tell a remarkable story. Ferrari has increased production by 30% in less than a decade. It is June 2007, in the city of Modena, where Enzo Ferrari has lived his entire life. Crowds gather at sunset in the main piazza. Rich Ferrari owners and fans, car designers, racing drivers, all sit around tables drinking fine wines. It's a who's who of the motoring world. Suddenly, the sound of an engine can be heard above the crowd. Then another engine and another until the roar of engines becomes wonderfully deafening. The parade of near priceless vintage Ferraris slowly rolls over the cobblestone piazza and past the 14th century cathedral. Dozens of these cars, many of them worth millions and millions of dollars. This is how Ferrari does a birthday party. The company is 60 years old. October 21st, 2007. The whole motoring world turns to Sao Paulo, Brazil for the final race of the Formula One season. In Italy, tens of thousands of people are laser-focused on their TV sets. Three drivers are eligible to win the most coveted racing title in existence, the Formula One World Championship, and one of them will be driving a Ferrari. In the final laps, the Ferrari driver guns past competitors to win back a world championship for the first time in three years. With this win, Ferrari has won more Formula One titles than any other company ever. And Lamborghini? Well, they're not even on the racetrack. It takes hundreds of millions of dollars in investment for a team to compete in Formula One. Despite the infusion of cash from VW and a major rebranding, the company still can't afford to compete. It's a source of eternal frustration for Lamborghini. But not for long. By 2011, as the global economy finally starts pulling out of the Great Recession, Ferrari and Lambo are poised to up their game yet again. Their cars are more expensive than ever, but these new young tech and celebrity buyers don't just covet these cars. They flash them on social media like bling. In 2013, when Kanye West's assistant crashes his Lamborghini into the fence of Kanye's girlfriend, Kim Kardashian, the footage on YouTube gets 3 million views. It's hard to know whether the draw was the car or the couple. A video of celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay just parking his Ferrari gets 3.5 million views. These cars may be driven by celebrities, but they're stars in their own right. Owning one of these magnificent machines is a statement about the owner's place in the world. Ralph Lauren owns hundreds of millions of dollars worth of Ferraris, and LeBron James owns a Lamborghini painted to look like his signature Nike basketball shoe. Sort of a car inside an endorsement driven by a superstar. Every time one of these brands releases a new model, the other has to outdo it. And soon, the two brands will be releasing their most outrageous cars yet. This time, they're fighting not only over who's got the wildest beast on wheels, but which car maker has the most innovative technology? In other words, who owns the future? Where's my order? Where's my order? Where's my order?
Break free from customer support monotony. Welcome to Intercom for Customer Support, the business messenger that uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Intercom's business messenger resolves questions that can be answered automatically, so customer support feels less like Groundhog Day and more like help is on the way. Go to intercom.com support to learn more about Intercom's business messenger for customer support. Birthdays, holidays, promotions, getting that last sprinkle donut. There's a lot in this world worth celebrating, but nothing is worth celebrating more than knowledge, especially knowledge that will pay off, like understanding how compound interest works, knowing how to check your investment professional's background, or figuring out your risk tolerance, or finally understanding all those terms your friends keep throwing around like ETF, ESG, and ICO. Go to Investor.gov today to learn about these investment products and more. How much do you already know about investing? Find out by putting your financial knowledge to the test with their new investment quiz. Investor.gov is your unbiased resource for valuable investment information, tools, and tips. Before you invest, Investor.gov. It's March 4th, 2013. Auto aficionados are at the Geneva Motor Show, where both Ferrari and Lamborghini are unveiling their new cars, the most powerful cars each has ever produced. It's 50 years since the Ferrari-Lamborghini rivalry began. Crowds gather shoulder to shoulder in front of a brightly lit stage where four Lamborghinis are parked. One of them is the 50th anniversary car. As you would expect from the company that has been at the forefront of outrageousness for a half century, This silver car has angles and slits and air vents. It actually does resemble what might be a 21st century Batmobile. The nose tapers to an arrow-like point displaying the Lamborghini Bull logo. The vehicle is called Veneno, after, you guessed it, a famous fighting bull. But it also translates to the word Venom. It's hard to imagine that the brand that built this gasp-inducing car once built tractors. The company's president, Stefan Winkelmann, walks on stage. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lamborghini Veneno is the proof of the power of innovation of Lamborghini. And it's also a tribute to our past, and it's an outlook into our future. This car has a V12 engine with 750 horsepower. This is the 21st century Lambo, and the numbers are staggering. Price tag for the car? $4.5 million, 0 to 60 miles per hour in 2.8 seconds, a top speed of 221 miles per hour. Only 14 will be built. Already, there's a frenzy among the extraordinarily rich to get their hands on one of these cars. Just 24 hours later, the crowds return to the convention hall to see if Ferrari can top Lamborghini. Every time Ferrari unveils a new model, It is a mystery. The greatest racing designers and engineers in the world have loaded up the best technology they could build into a car. So what have they come up with this time? The new car is called LaFerrari, and the company plans to build just 499 of them. Its price is about $1.5 million, but future bidding wars would see this car sold for as much as $10 million. Ferrari's boss, Luca di Montezemolo, tells the crowd this Ferrari is unlike any car ever produced in one specific way. 
This is our first hybrid car, which offers high performance and great CO2 emission reduction. The chassis is made of carbon fiber using the same building methodology of our Formula One. This car has a 6.2 liter V12 engine making 790 horsepower and an electric motor that brings it up to 950 horsepower. The technology defies the imagination. So does its top speed, 217 miles per hour. Who actually gets to buy one of these cars? Start with Formula One racer Lewis Hamilton, one of the highest paid athletes in the world. Cristiano Ronaldo, arguably the world's greatest living soccer star. Reality TV star Kylie Jenner, the rapper Drake, Yes, these vehicles are so rare, so exclusive, that your average person literally is more likely to get struck by lightning than to ever see one in person. Car factory grounds are rarely a tourist attraction, but Italy's so-called Motor Valley is a huge tourist draw. And even there, Ferrari and Lamborghini compete for tourist dollars. Every afternoon in the region of Emilia-Romagna, Roads that were carved out during the Middle Ages fill with exotic Italian vehicles and traffic jams of tourists from all over the world who have come to experience the magic of extreme motoring. At the Lamborghini factory, tourists line up to take tours and see how the new Lambo Aventador S is built. The price? $418,000. There are near-priceless limited-edition Lamborghinis like the Centenario, built to celebrate the 100th anniversary of Ferruccio Lamborghini's birth. There's even a Lambo SUV, the Urus. Drive by the Lamborghini Museum and you'll see a bulletproof Lamborghini Popemobile, built to chauffeur Pope John Paul II around Vatican City, and even a Lamborghini helicopter. Drive 20 minutes to Marinello, and now you are at the red brick entrance to the Ferrari factory, which looks just as it did when the company was founded in 1947. You can also tour this mecca, although only from the confines of a tour bus with no photography allowed. So sensitive are the secrets inside. Like Lamborghini, Ferrari has its own museum filled with one-off masterpieces, a fleet of Formula One cars, even an exact replica of Enzo Ferrari's office, which you can see through a wall of plexiglass. Both of these companies are now building record numbers of cars. It's hard to know what Enzo would make of all this. In 1964, his company was rolling out 750 cars a year. By 2018, that number would climb to more than 9,000. Lamborghini, which made its first car in 1964, is now minting close to 6,000. And both companies are profitable. In 2018, Ferrari brought in a record $3.9 billion in revenue. Lamborghini hit a record $1.6 billion. Today, Lamborghini makes the fastest car, the limited edition Veneno, at 221 miles per hour. Ferrari's limited edition LaFerrari Aperta can hit 217 miles per hour. And this supercar is a hybrid. But Lambo is working with MIT engineers to develop what it calls a supercapacitor that will power its all-electric supercar called the Terzo Millennio. Ferrari's next supercar has just been unveiled. The F8 Tributo is the company's most powerful V8 supercar of all time, capable of 
710 horsepower. Which of these two brands builds the most attractive cars? Which is the cooler brand? Which most ignites the flame of desire? Well, that is the beauty of this rivalry. That is all up to you, the eye of the beholder. If you don't lust what you see, well, there's always more power, speed, and allure just over the horizon. From Wondery, this is Business Wars. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we invite you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You'll find a link on the episode notes. If you tap or swipe over the cover art, you'll see it, and you'll also see some offers from our sponsors. Please support our show by supporting them, would you? If you like what you've heard, we would love it if you could give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe. You can also answer a short survey at Wondery.com survey. That helps us out a lot. And don't forget to tell us what business war stories you'd like to hear. A quick note about the conversations in this episode. We can't know exactly what was said, but this dialogue is based on our best research. I'm your host, David Brown. A.J. Bame wrote this story. Karen Lowe is our senior producer and editor. Emily Frost edited this story. Our editor and producer is Jenny Lauer Beckman. Sound designed by Bay Area Sound. Our executive producer is Marshall Louie, created by Hernan Lopez for Wondering. For over 100 years, General Motors was America's automaker. But after the 2008 financial crisis, the storied car company nearly died. Hi, I'm Lindsey Graham, host of Wondery Show, Business Movers. We tell the true stories of business leaders who risked it all, the critical moments that define their journey, and the ideas that transform the way we live our lives. In our latest series, an HR executive named Mary Barra rises to become General Motors' first female CEO, just in time to save the company from ruin. But as Mary fights to lead General Motors into the future, tragedy strikes. Listen to General Motors Back from the Dead from Business Movers on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or the Wondery app. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app to listen ad-free.